You're listening to Hot Topics Reframe, topics that are hot with a lot of thought with Becky Hayes and Cedric Taylor. All right. Welcome back. Actually, we have a guest today, so we're going to do a little bit of a different thing. Cedric is out um, for this one, but it's me, your main host, and then um, a colleague and community member, uh, John Horford, who is the founder of the Lansing Student Development Program. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and then like the larger issues around the poverty and like school issues because of many reasons, mostly like low taxes in the Lansing area. So um Go, go for it and, and introduce oh, your program. <laughs> Will do. You did a great job. Thank you. <laughs> you, you, you crushed that. Um, <laughs> yes. John Horford, Lansing Student Development Program. So I guess I could just start with like the, the origin story of it do real it. quick. Yes, of course. So it was after the campaign. So I ran to be state rep mm-hmm. in the area yep, and lost the race, close race, 25 votes. And I had gotten close with Ben Scholdenar, superintendent of Lansing, over the course of the race. And he calls me, like, a week after the campaign. And he's like, hey, dude. He's like, sucks that you lost. He was like, but also. he's like, you still, he's like, he's like, do you still want to help Lansing? I was like, dude, of course. of course. Like, I'm from Lansing. A lot of people don't know that. Like, born and raised, you know, born at Sparrow. Grew up in the old Oakland neighborhood and the Forest neighborhood. Yeah. This is your place. Yeah. Like, I'm literally from here. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, and then we school of choice out to Grand Ledge starting in late elementary school, just because, for reasons that we're going to talk about. Uh, absolutely. Seriously, yeah. though. Seriously, mm-hmm. though. My mom was just like, we got to get out of Lansing Public Schools and put my, I want to put my kids in a, you know, situation where they could have, you know, more success. Now that you can't have success coming through Lansing Public Schools, you absolutely can. There's just um, not a lot of resources. Correct. So this is, and, and I think Ben's doing a really good job, and we can get to that, but so Lansing Development Program, he calls me in, he's just like what do you think would be beneficial? And he wanted to focus kind of like on the sports side. And I'm like, you know, that's totally fine. I was like, here's my suggestion. Can I have, can I use the field house? And then can we get trainers to come in and give structured skill training sessions to students for free? But then can we also feed the kids every day mm-hmm. can we also provide academic resources mm-hmm. um put in a brand new weight room all that and at the so time it's I'm like, after school program after school program yeah. so right now we run kids start showing up around three kids usually leave around seven yep at the time i was just like yeah we'll see you know what we can get done i know it's a public school we literally got everything that's amazing we, we got everything that we we needed we got the space we got the funding we have great trainers we have great partnerships Put in a brand new weight room that's like the nicest weight room in Lansing. And any kid, any student in the Lansing school district between 6th and 12th grade can utilize these resources, be fed, get tutoring, 100% for free. Oh my gosh, that's so amazing because so many working parents, you know, because of course everybody works. And to have a program where the kids can go to and be supervised and get fed and then the parents can pick them up when they're done with work. Uh, yes. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, thank you. I mean, I, I want it. And here's the thing, like we have great turnout so far. Like we really do. We get, we get good, really good numbers. A lot of kids, some kids literally just come in to eat. Okay. Like we have, and I'm completely fine with that. And we yeah. make sure that we accommodate that. We, we started getting even more food because we were starting to have kids come in from practices. So it's baseball season, softball season, track mm-hmm. season, uh, tennis season. And 
sometimes kids will just come in before practice and they're like, can I just get something to eat before practice? Like, of course, like I'm never going to tell a kid no. To no, food. we're not going to give you food, the sustenance that sustains you. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And there's even been times we've run out of food and either me or Sue Wheeler, who's the director of health for Lansing, who helped me to start this program, will run out and just go grab food for kids. Like if we run out of food, we'll get you food. Like if yeah. you're hungry and you show up, like you're going to get fed. Even if we have to go out and buy the food ourselves, like we don't care. Yeah. Like, it's, it's nice because there's not that gatekeeping. Like there's a lot of programs that it's like you have to meet a specific need. You have to demonstrate that need, but there's no gatekeeping. You're like, well, look, there's a hungry kid. We're going to figure it out. Like, yeah. Yep. And the program's free. So many parents, you know, would love to sign their kids up for additional programming, but they just can't afford it. And yeah. they need them to go somewhere after school, but there's... They can't afford the programs. And the, even with sliding fee scales, I mean, you can't rub two nickels together. That's just, that's what's up. Correct. Correct. Like I, for example, like I, I had a girl come in yesterday and she came in with her boyfriend who was a basketball player who I've been trying to encourage to participate more. Mm-hmm. And he got his first girlfriend. So he's not really showing up that often. And I'm like, dude, I get <laughs> as it. it. As, as like, they do. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, I get it. Like I kind of went through that too. Um, I was like, but it would be great for you to show up. I was like, your girlfriend can come too. She's like, oh, well, I don't do any of these sports. I was like, what sport do you do? She's like, I do tennis. And I was like, have you ever done the Todd Martin camp? She's like, I can't afford it. And I was just mm. like, fortunately, we have a partnership with Todd Martin and I have scholarships. We have rackets for you. We have balls for you. Like removing barriers. Yeah. Genuinely. Absolutely. And we still have more scholarships. So if anyone listening has a kid that wants to participate in the Todd Martin camp this summer, please contact me. You can just share like my contact info, right? Yeah, like, I'll put I'll put yeah. it in the box. Yeah. In a, 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 when I post Perfect. the episode, so. perfect. Like we're so we have like so I'll go into partnerships. Like we have a partnership with Todd Martin. We have a partnership with Lansing Common Soccer. Is going to come in and do like some training sessions on top of the training sessions that we're already going to offer in the summer for soccer. Uh, MSU football comes in. LCC volleyball does all of our volleyball training. Me and my family have a ton of experience in basketball. Um, I guess I don't talk about it that much or didn't, but I mean I play collegiately, play professionally, went to the University of Michigan. So we do like the basketball training and stuff. And then we have a partnership with this uh, strength conditioning group called Impact Sports Performance. They do most of like the the high level uh, combine training mm-hmm. for like collegiate athletes who are trying to be pros. So, I mean, it's like one of the best companies to be working with in the state and kids can access these resources 100% for free. Like normally... We're talking like usually kids to access these resources would have to pay like 30 yeah. minimum, $30 like minimum per session yeah, uh, to come into this space. And we're offering this daily, Monday through Friday, all through the summer, completely free for any Lansing School yeah, District key, kids. Key point through the summer because that's what we were talking yeah. about because you just started this what when like – like well we started talking i mean we started planning for it in august Mm -hmm. we got it up and running about two months ago okay and then we will go all through the summer so summer hours are a little different we're going 11 to 5 in the summer right that's 11 to 5 like i don't want people to use it as babysitting necessarily but at the same time i mean it's it's a lot of it's a lot of money but just in the sense that 
when you come, you can't just do, you can't just loiter around. You can't yeah, just you have like, to be engaged yeah, in something. you can't just be hanging around in like the locker room or wandering the halls. Like right. you have to it's either be, time. yeah, like we have, oh, so for example, in the summer we're doing credit recovery. So like if you are short of credits and you want to graduate on time, you can do your credit recovery amazing. at yeah. the field house. And then you can also have snacks. You can have meals. You can do basketball training, volleyball training, speed and conditioning training, lifting, soccer, tennis. Like, there's a ton of stuff you can do. Like, and a bunch of kids from different sports are trying out different stuff. Like, sometimes the first session basketball kids will be like, I'm going to go play volleyball. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And in the summer, it'll be like, I'm going to go play, you know, soccer. I'm going right. to go try tennis. Like once Todd Martin's off the tennis courts, like we can have the kids utilize the rackets and go try tennis. And then like even just playing games, like one of the things that I found like most surprising is because a lot of my work with kids, so I've worked with kids, I've done training and development of kids and mentoring since right I was on. 18, Yeah, always free, have never charged. I've worked with thousands of kids at this point. And one of the things that was surprising to me, because I always did like it in a structured way. So we we're focused on more sports. Just like games that we used to play, like kickball, capture the flag, like stuff like that. A lot of these kids have never played. Right. So like I was in, I'm introducing them to these games and they're just like, I'm like, okay, who knows how to play this? And they're just like, no. And I'm just like, let's play. Like, you know what I mean? Like, has anyone ever played ultimate Frisbee? What? It's like, what's a Frisbee? (laughs) I'm just like, okay, like let's play these games. And they like love them. It gives them them. something to do that's healthy and good. And, like, there's a lot of um, summer camp programs that are structured like that, but they all cost. They cost, and a lot of them, and I'm all for having fun, but it's nice to have a little bit of structure, too, just so kids can, like, you know, set goals and learn how to work with the team and learn how to, like, persevere and learn how to, like, face some adversity and kind of just keep going. It helps you to develop habits, that are beneficial in all aspects of life to put yourself in these situations. And then like Fridays we do like, what do you guys want to play? Like we can, yeah. we can play whatever. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But then during the week I tell students all the time, like even the ones who are like, Oh, well, I don't play a sport. It's like, well, do you like moving around? Well, do you walk around? Like, do you want to be, would it, who would like to be stronger? You know what I mean? Right. Who would like their well, healthy? Yeah. Who would like to improve their health? Like, and even working out has, you know, cognitive benefits as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not just, you know. That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a huge stress reliever. And then, I mean, there are studies that show that it actually helps you to maintain um, your your cognitive health, like, mm-hmm. later in life, the more active that you stay. Mm-hmm. So it's just, bu- if you true. build those habits when you're younger, it's just easier than trying to adopt them once you get older and you've never done it before. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's good for cognitive health. It's good for mental health. Yeah. You know, um, it helps you focus like there's so many like positive benefits, but it can be difficult for people to feel comfortable. You're talking a lot about the sports, but I also heard you say, you know, mentioned a couple of times there's an academic component, too. Yeah. And, you know, like kids who are trying to, like, get credits, um, you know, make up credits. And then also, like, is there tutors or something? there? Yeah. So we've had tutors. So the tutoring, we had tutors and then it was mostly through Michigan State. They just finished up. So most of the tutors are gone right now. So we're in this like period right now where it's like an in-between period where we don't have teachers. So in the summer, it's going to be teachers helping with credit recovery. Oh, yeah. Um, That makes sense. So it's teachers helping with credit recovery. So right now they're just wrapping up their year. So we have this little like lull lull right now where we don't really have tutors for the next like three weeks. 
and the teachers are still wrapping up. But once that period's done, then we'll have credit recovery for students there. And the other thing that we're working on is incorporating like an arts element um, to the program for like the fall, just so we're offering more things. Like I've had people, I've had for those that don't want to do sports, correct. you can also do arts. Cause yes. I, mean, I was, I, I'm a little bit sportsy, but I'm also more artsy and not like art, art, more like theater and things yeah. like that. So like, yeah, having that like creative aspect too is cool. Yeah. And we're completely open to suggestions. Like we have people reach out all the time to be like, have you thought about offering this or this or this? Like we're not like it's this way and this is it. Like we're completely open-minded to what the needs are and yeah what and you're the still trying to get are. it going like it's exactly. still inaugural year you know you're working on it exactly um well because I, I know we're, we're running low on time i did want to ask you because you know a lot of the people like our hot topics whatever we we tell a lot of our personal stories and if, like you mentioned that you got bust out to grand ledge what kind of programs were available in lansing when you were young if do you remember were there anything and did you notice that like that was something that you wanted and didn't have is that what drew you to this it or? was definitely something i wanted and didn't have so when we were growing up i mean yeah i mean i i wanted access to the resources that we have now so like even growing up another common like misconception just like for my personal life is just because my older brother plays um in the nba still right everyone just assumes that like oh you know the family's always been good and that one he doesn't like give us anything (laughs) it's like we don't have like a relationship like that two which is completely fine yeah two like growing up but the assumption is always yeah Yeah. exactly we had you know five my five siblings in the house we had um a kid that we had adopted who lived in lansing schools who wanted to come to grand ledge schools so once we had actually moved out to Grand Ledge after a few years, that kid was in our house too, my aunt, my cousin. So our house was like full. And my mom was the only one who worked growing up. So the food like insecurity stuff, we dealt with that all the time. That was that was my family like, too. There was, so there, relatable. Yes. There were and there was always kids. It was always it was always my yes. nieces and my nephews, and it's just let lots of children, lots of mouths to feed, and we're always running around just wreaking havoc, especially in the summertime. Yes. That's why I like that this program's going in the summertime because I was like, My poor mom. Yes. <laughs> she was like raising like six, seven kids at a time and we needed we needed an outlet that wasn't just wreaking havoc outside in the backyard. Exactly. And then just removing that bear those barriers. I mean Cost is one barrier, Mm -hmm. but then the other thing that used to get me, so, so growing up, um, I, we really couldn't afford much. We were allowed to go to like these camps that were at aim high, but the camps aim high, there was a cost to get into the camp. Right. And then my dad got a job there one summer so we could do that for free, but then you still had to pay for the food. So there are so many days, (laughs) so many days where I did not eat Mm -hmm. like and it's a horrible, horrible feeling mm. being like starving and being somewhere all day. Or there Understand are so many it. days going to school where at the time, and I think it's getting better. I hope it's getting better where you get kind of like shamed for not having like money in your account. Like you go up, you're nervous. Yep. You have to like, you know, your account's negative. And then it's like, how is, you know, this lunch person going to like react? Right. And sometimes it was literally like taking your tray and making you out and giving you like the alternative like lunch option or just being like you cannot get food. Yeah. Like, so you're already dealing with like the I mean, for me, I was always dealing with like the kids making fun of me, too, for being poor. Yeah. Um, and then like to get shamed by a grown up or something like that or have your food removed is like that's an additional level of like, what a, but 
I'm yeah, just hungry. Exactly. <laughs> like, so just removing those barriers and yeah. then like even the training barriers. So like me and my older brother, um, we're both fortunate enough to have a family friend who offered to train us for free and would also get us food like after. So we got that once we got a little bit older, but we were just lucky to have that. Um, cause my parents could not have afforded to pay for that. Right on. You know yeah. what I mean? Exactly. So offering similar, certain, the ironic thing, he's also the guy who trained me and my brother and a few other like, you know, pretty prominent, um, Lansing athletes. He's a, one of the trainers in this program. Nice. So the kids can like work with the guy who trained us when we were growing up too, plus some other really good trainers as well. I'm right now trying to figure out what I could offer to that the program. If there's anything, seriously. <laughs> like, if, I mean, if, I, I, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm. It's we're trying to really create that sense of community. Like we don't. It's not like this is ours. No one's welcome. Like we're open to partnerships. We're open to ideas. Yeah. We want we want every kid in Lansing that can participate in this program to be participating in this program. So for example, like numbers wise, um, our lighter days will get, you know, around 60 ish kids coming in heavy days. We'll get a hundred plus coming in for a start. It's a good start, Mm -hmm. but we have the resources for more right now to probably serve like a hundred, 140, 150 a day. Right on. And we can up the food. So right now we, we run out of food almost every day or get very close to running out of food every day, which is good because mm-hmm. another law that I don't love is that we're not allowed to keep the dinner. If there's any left over, we have to throw it away. We can offer it to the kids and if they don't want to eat it, we cannot just save it and we cannot give it away. I thought we, we legally have to throw it away. Is it because it's through the school system? Maybe it's it's because a federal I, it's a federal law, I cause, guess. Because I know, like, I used to work, and I don't. I hate throwing food away. That's that's you can you can take the girl out of poverty, but you can't take the poverty Dude, out. I, I hate I, I hate it too. I hate it. And I worked at Michigan State in this program, and they would throw like fancy dinner parties, and there'd always be a bunch of food, and I would donate it places. I would donate to a lot of my friends that were like that needed food because yeah. they were you know college students and stuff. But then also like um, there's. A, I think Michigan has a good Samaritan law, so you can, like, donate that stuff to homeless shelters. And if even if they get sick, they can't, like, sue you or anything like that. But I wonder if it's different because it's, like, through a school. I think it might be because it's through a school. So an example, a couple of weeks ago, so, like, my full-time job now is a lobbyist, and one of my clients is Planned Parenthood. So mm-hmm. um, they were asking me after their, they had a, their lobby day two weeks ago, and they had a bunch of food left over. And they were like, what should we do with this food? Let's give it to someone. And I was just like... Oh, I was like, here's a number for, and I gave him the number of Jerry at the Fledge. Mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah, just give it, give it yeah, to the Fledge. Yeah, exactly. And, the they fledge, went yep. and, and they went and brought all the food over to the Fledge from Planned Parenthood. Yep. So I was just that's like, awesome. yeah, it's awesome because we don't have to waste this food. Like, yeah. that's fine. If it goes there and no one eats it, like, whatever. At least it had a chance to, like, get to somebody. That might need it. Yes. Like, we've only had to throw away food a couple times in the program where, like, just not enough kids came to eat all of the food that we got. And even then, I was just like, do we really have to throw it away? And they're like, if if they come tomorrow and this food is still in the fridge, like we'll get penalized. And if we get penalized like a certain number of times, they can stop giving us food. And this program, in my mind, cannot exist without like the food and the snacks. The one thing that I'm thinking of while we're talking about this program and that I know is a barrier 
for many, because it was a barrier for me, because we didn't have a car, is transportation. Yes. So we're working on transportation. Transportation is like the last true barrier yep. to this program. Um, Nailed it. <laughs> yes. No, seriously. Transportation is the last true barrier to this yep. program. Um, Eastern, I, I, had a, I had a feeling, yeah. Yeah. Eastern Pangale kids are within walking distance of school. So a that lot of them walk easy. over. Yeah. Um, and we do have, so the other thing, Lansing School District, one, any high school kid and middle school kids can get it too, but not everyone's comfortable with middle school kids riding a bus alone or with like another middle schooler is that they all have free catapasses year round. Oh, that's good. And the other thing that we can do that I try to tell parents all the time, because I have a few parents that are giving multiple kids rides at the program that aren't their kids even. Right. We can give out gas cards for right now. So like we can. So if they do have a car, you can help them. Yes. Uncle, cousin, guardian, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa. Picking them up and dropping them off. Yeah, Yeah. But we are actively, we've been working for months with, we're trying to talk to Kata, Dean, just how can we get at least like a couple of buses just transporting kids exactly so we're working on that i that we will solve that issue we will solve the issue of transportation it's just a matter of time yeah that's a hard one to solve yeah i mean i would love to have as many kids and like i said so for the summer for example we our hours are extended and we can serve if we maxed out every single session in the summer i mean we could serve around 400 kids a day that's feeding 400 kids a day that's, you know, training services for 400 kids a day. We're also trying to work to get um, athletic trainers to come in and help with the the maintenance, the, you know, physical maintenance, like, of student athletes. But our strength coach has been helping. So we have a few kids who um, came in with, a few students who came in with injuries. Mm-hmm. And we still, he still finds ways to incorporate them into, like, he gives them strength training. He basically gives them, like, physical therapy. Like he allows them to go through like here, like here's a, you know, an altered strength plan for you based on your injury. So even if someone is in a situation like that, sometimes the worst thing you can do is nothing. It's like, oh, I need to rest. It's like you do to a certain point, but then you need to regain your strength and your mobility back. Mm -hmm. Otherwise you get stiff. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and you get weak and when you're Mm -hmm. weak, you get hurt easier. Yep. So, um, so you just get re-injured if you go yeah, back in there exactly. without like that physical strength. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, we could serve a lot of kids in the summer and I'm hoping, you know, we can get that. I mean, like I said, right now we have our days where we're, you know, in the hundred, like, you know, hundred plus, hopefully we can get to the point where that's just like blown out of the water. Let's hope so. For the Be- summer. Because I know um, one of my besties. Well, worked for CPS, and one of the things that she always noticed is that there would be these wonderful programs, but nobody knew about them. Yeah, and so that's like because she worked in lots of communities where they just didn't know that things existed, because she'd get calls all the time for neglect because somebody had to leave their kids at home because there's nowhere for them to go and things oh. like that. It was like if there's a free program, you know, something like that that they can afford to do. Like that's amazing. Yeah, free is affordable for everybody. Yeah. The, the, the major, the major issue is the transportation issue. But yeah. I mean, I really, even if it's just like carpooling and getting people who are giving more rides, extra gas cards, whatever it is, like we'll figure it we out. will figure it out. We will work to navigate that situation. Hope so. so. All right. Yeah, thank you again for having me. Thank you for coming. Yeah, of no, course. Get, skedaddle. You got a I'm, meeting. I'm, I'm running. I'm running. <laughs> thank you. You've been listening to Hot Topics Reframe. Topics that are hot with a lot of thought with Rebecca Hayes and Cedric Taylor and our awesome, amazing producer.